So hi, one of the good news podcasts are Arrows and Actions. We're gonna ask them some fuck, I fuck I put an S <laughs> at the end of actions. <laughs> from the top. Um, so hi, one of the good news podcasts are Arrows and Action. We're gonna ask them some questions today. I'm gonna start. So what inspired you guys to start the band and what does the band name mean? Oh man. That's our favorite question. Uh, <laughs> I can answer the the band started I feel like I need to shorten this story somehow. Basically <laughs> I started the band back in a long time ago, like 2012, um, in college, because I had no idea what I wanted to do with school. I like dropped out of engineering school, and I was like, oh, I have no idea what I want to do, but I know I like playing the drums. Uh, so I put up flyers around campus, uh, and then we'll say one thing led to another, and we all are in the band now. <laughs> yeah. <I hope> so. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the band name. Let's discuss that. Oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> well, you have the best. I do have a. I have a story to kind of expand on Jesse's story. Mm -hmm. I was playing in my own band when I met Jesse, and he was putting up flyers for this other band. Uh, he got other people to join him in this band, and he asked me if he could, if his band could play a show with my band. I said, "Yeah, just give me your band name." And he said, give me a week, and then he came back. <laughs> and back. Yeah, and that's the story. That's wow. <laughs> Action's first show was opening up for Preacher's Band at the time. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so congrats on your newest singles, Close Enough, at this time and Falling on Purpose. Uh, failing on Purpose. How do you feel about the response to those so far? Uh, well, we haven't put out... Well, I mean, we haven't put out Failing yet, but... Okay. Well, <laughs> the response to, to that it. one to the people you've shown it to so far yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. sorry <laughs> um good really good yeah i mean yeah. like so close enough definitely is like the like not the weirdest but like one of the most like experimental things that we've done i think as far as having kind of like a riffy verse and like a you know a bridge that has spoken word stuff and it was just like pretty cool to tackle that and to like that was the first time that we recorded um in nashville really cool experience um and we all love playing it live and then i say this time i mean getting to do a video with that with friends and like still seeing the numbers climb every day even now is like really exciting too and um i don't know i'm really really excited to put the next one out and uh we just played it for a friend for a friend a second ago and he loved it so failing on purpose oh. yeah, it's <laughs> super high energy lots of fun i think it'll be a very very fun live song too once that is the thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in like 2025. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Um. So, can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for these singles? Yeah. Um. For these, we we went up to Nashville and initially recorded close enough uh, with Ryan Dawson and Dan Swank, and that went really well. We, uh, it, these four songs were like the or these ones that we've been working on really are like the. First time that we really got to write from the ground up, I feel like, with each other, because, um, I don't know, we had kind of had, Jesse and I had kind of had some demos initially for some of the songs on Hell in Paradise, and then Tony and Matt really, like, fleshed them out. But with these ones, we really got to start from the ground up, just working on melodies and chord progressions, and then really, like, I don't know, expanding on that. Like, everyone was a part of the writing process from the very beginning to the very end. And a lot of what we do um, starts melodically, I guess. Um, I'll kind of come up with like a chord progression or a melody that I like and without even lyrics necessarily. And I'll bring it to the guys and we'll find then like, 
other chunks that kind of fit with it or we'll write out other parts to it that kind of fit around the melody. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, guys, do you have any other notes on that? I would say uh, always doesn't have lyrics. Yes. <laughs> don't let him fool you into thinking there's lyrics. That there's sometimes beginning. lyrics. There's, <laughs> never, there's lyrics. never lyrics until, yeah, <laughs> until like we're in the booth. If you're lucky, there's. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, it's it's always very collaborative. Like Victor kind of brings us like kind of like this like skeleton, and then we all you know put all the pieces together to kind of really flesh out the song. Yeah, I don't know. I think your lyrics are genuine that way too. And you kind of wait till you find something that you like, and we do a little editing, you know. Pretty yeah, but minor edits. Yeah, but like it's really, you know, lyrics kind of come at the end. I, I like that. Yeah. You know? But I like I like hearing you on the porch working on stuff. That's my favorite part of the writing process because uh, three of us live in a house together. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll be home from work and hear him doing that. I'm like, wait, I like that one. Recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Yeah, so cool. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about where your headspace was for those singles? Um, yeah, so I mean, I had just recently gone through like a breakup right before we recorded close enough. Um, and that was actually going to be like, I think it was going to be like kind of a love song. And then the breakup happened and we were in Nashville, like about to go into the studio the night before. And I remember talking to Matt and being like, I think I'm just going to try to write this into a love song. And he was like, no, don't do that, man. Just like write about what you're going through, like write about what's happening now. Um, and that really was very cathartic to be able to kind of just express everything in that week when we got to work on that song and coming back up to Nashville to work on the rest of our songs, like this time and failing on purpose. I just kind of went in with that same mentality of just really digging into whatever I was going through at the time. Um, and yeah, I mean, so I guess the headspace was kind of like coming out of a breakup and being with my boys in Nashville. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, <laughs> So what bands or artist influences do you think you can hear the most on these new singles? Ooh, that's a tough question. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I think we all draw influences from a lot of different artists and places. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that kind of shows through in the way each of us play. Um, so I wouldn't, I don't know necessarily if there's like one artist collectively between all of us that has been like, oh, this song is, you know, inspired by them. But I think, we kind of all, I don't know, I mean, like... So then, who are your individual influences, then? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, so, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't want to speak for Jesse, but I know, like, the, the fun thing about this band is that Jesse and I kind of lean more toward a lot of pop music, I feel like, like Shawn Mendes and Charlie Puth and whatnot, um, and we're very, like, pop melody-driven, and when I'm writing melodies, a lot of the time I'll kind of come up to Jesse and, and just try to find a way to make it catchier, or just, like, maybe it needs to be simpler um so we are very like pop melody based and then matt is one of the most incredible guitarists i've ever seen and i'm sure he can speak Aww, on his influences you. for that and the same goes for tony as a bassist all right mm -hmm. uh, i don't know i guess some heavier stuff like <laughs> uh well i don't know some like some of my favorite bands right now are white reaper uh the dirty nell and um Trying to think of who else right now. But yeah, I think uh, just trying to incorporate like things that I want to play that are appropriate for the song. Um, so not so much like wild soloing, but just things that are sort of like counter melodies and, um, you know, what are fun harmonies to pick out of things. And I don't know. I mean, weirdly enough, even on the song that's coming up, I like when we were writing that one, I was thinking about anti flag songs that I liked. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
bad religion stuff. So I think it just kind of extends to a lot of places. And I still like all the pop stuff that they show me, but I think, I don't know, Tony, like, where are you at with that? Yeah, I think Matt and I kind of have, like, the heavier-ish kind of sort of backgrounds. I, yeah, I come from, yeah. like, a, a punk kind of ska surf rock background. So, I mean, I had a lot of influences, like, Suicide Machines. I mean, things like that. Like, yeah. fast, aggressive, loud. Yeah. Um, but it, then again, to blend that, it's like, you know, you'll hear this, like, beautiful pop melody that Victor's singing over this, like, really distorted, heavy bass guitar. But they... It's like kind of marrying all those influences together to make this band sound like this, like this band. Yeah. 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 Balance. Yeah. Right. Wonderful. All right. So which song out of the three took the longest to write? Who was not feeling Oh, wait, no, I, I know that we I know the answer. It's close to <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. That's like that, that bridge went through so many weird math, rocky, complicated oh, yeah. iterations. <laughs> I have all the demos for them too, and they're all different. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, there's the parting. We could speak about it directly. The parting close enough <laughs> at the very end of the bridge, where it does the like the, the hits, yeah. and then the like bass drop. We went through like such teeny tiny differences of like, okay, we'll come in on the two. No, no, no. Let's wait a whole measure and come in on like the three. And oh, no, no. Let's just come right in on the there one. There was an and of two take two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we recorded two. a two and an and of two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's really, I don't know. I think we got the best out of it. Yeah. It was, oh, I absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. definitely my favorite version. I mean, at the end, it was just we sent the demo that we had to Ryan and Dan. And then they were like, this is what you should do. Uh, and this shift's like, too complicated. Yeah. You don't need this. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I will say, like, with Close Enough, I feel like that was kind of what got us over the hurdle in terms of, like, what we wanted to write moving forward. Because I feel like yeah. the next couple songs that we wrote came a lot easier. Like, we kind of knew where we wanted to go. Yeah. And Close Enough kind of helped us pick that direction. That's yeah. <laughs> All right. So, how many variations of that song do you have? <laughs> well, uh, so I think in my laptop, I probably have five or six different versions. Of wow. So, do you think you'd ever like produce them and like bundle them up into like an EP and just call it like the close enough EP? Yeah. <laughs> All the different versions of it. Uh, I don't know, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, when we did those little close enough sketches, they're like, oh, oh, close enough, you yeah. parked wrong or whatever. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, close enough. Here's the. They're all fairly similar. Yeah. And then crazy it's just the ending. Just it's like the whole back. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. We're, we're definitely happy with the one we got. That's my yeah. favorite part yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening to your music? Hmm. To think about that more often. I don't know. I always, <laughs> people always ask us, like, what kind of music would be right for the most part. I always said, like, feel good pop rock. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, we want you to, like, feel good. And yeah. whether it's, like, jumping around and, like, getting really energetic or just kind of, like, pop in your head slowly, like, as long as it just makes you feel good or happy or if you can resonate with it. Yeah, I just want people to be happy, and I mean, like the lyrics can be pretty sad sometimes. So maybe you're like getting something out, but I just think like I don't know. I like making music that makes people happy and not stand around and crying. Because you can relate. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the things you put out are very relatable. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, you put it in a way that's easy to kind of picture yourself in a scenario. It's easy to pop yourself into the song. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. 
Awesome. Uh, so are there any projects in the works? Like album, new single? There's a lot. Actually. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll just say yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We've um, been like writing a lot here uh, in quarantine. That is the had... one thing quarantine has done for us. Yeah. Is it's left us nothing to do but write. So mm -hmm. we've definitely been working on a lot of demos, um, a lot of stuff that is on the back burner right now that's being like polished for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The stuff that's coming up very soon is. Uh, Failing on purpose, and then uh, the whole giant fun rollout that comes along with that. So, you see yeah. a lot of changes. Um, yeah. The brand and lots of the fun brand. stuff to do there. Yeah. Sounds exciting. Exciting. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, where do you guys see the band in the next five years? Hopefully, not quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. That'd be good. In the world. Yeah. I'm aiming really high. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Go for it. And well, come out short, right? Something like, about the stars. Yeah, yeah, something about that. Shoot yeah. for the moon and you'll hit the stars. And you'll land on the stars or something. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really painful, but yeah, be successful in the metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of factors to play into yeah. where we're going. But I mean, I, I think just as far as we can go, really, I mean, you know. Yeah, uh, to be full time and be on the road. I say, you know, all things go well. That's, yeah. That, that's that's always been the goal, and I think no matter what happens, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Sick. Look with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Tony. <laughs> what a question. Um. Oh, geez, that's really difficult. Um, I would, can I, can I blend like foods? Yeah, sure. In, like in a blender or like? And I don't know what that means, but I like it, yes. <laughs> sure. I probably want some sort of like Mediterranean food, like some hummus and really good pita. Mm -hmm. And like a sushi roll. And I guess to drink like, I don't know, a really good cup of coffee or? Ooh. No, if I'm if I'm going out, I'd probably yeah. want like a really stiff drink. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The coffee will just make you anxious. For just, you. Okay, yeah. a, a triple neat whiskey. Wow! Well, <laughs> all right, okay. solid. Wow. Um, my my drink of choice would be some sort of like immortality potion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Really get around the loophole. Mm -hmm. meal <laughs> but you can't tell them it's an immortality potion because they won't get it for you exactly it's like true. tell them like who to go to and what to ask for i know yeah. this i know a guy the code mm -hmm. words you got to use those uh, exactly and then sunny d yeah <laughs> uh and then just some sort of like steak burrito from boca fiesta oh, that's, yeah. my, that's my burrito solid uh, Mexican street tacos and a double gin and tonic. Oh. Wow, nice, nice. Um, Shana Masala for sure, and then um, I can't decide on the drink. I mean, probably also just whiskey, neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So classy. If that's the mm -hmm. end, um, yeah, for sure. All right, <laughs> all right. Sounds like a plan. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Sounds like a plan. <laughs> sure. Uh, being, right? Is this happening? Yeah. Yeah, in five years. Yeah, right actually. now. Yeah. Oh. Here they come. Maybe uh, this is our five-year plan. <laughs> eating that meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Pokemon. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> no question about it. Solid. Solid. Owen. Yeah. Oh, solid. Third generation Pokemon. That's my answer. <laughs> That's a solid answer. Oh, man. All the fictional worlds I like are so like, dangerous. So it's <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I would say Nilfgaard, because I like the snow. Okay. From The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's think of some. Oh, I'd live in Adventure Time World. Ooh. Ooh. I said, I said yeah. ooh. And then I said that, and then I mean the, the land, land of ooh. The land of ooh. Land of ooh. <laughs> That's a good one. I might say that actually. Hang out in the Candy Kingdom. Yeah. That'll be rad. Yeah. Eat everything. Hell yeah. Get sick. Dude. I have, I have no, no idea. Really? Yeah, I really don't know. Um, That's just Canada. That's just Canada. Dude, Canada's not real. Exactly. Have you been there? Do you know it's real? Anyone who's Canadian? I've been to Canada. It must not be real. Are you sure? Throw you in circles and made you cross what you thought was a border. (laughs) I was just upstate New York. Um, The Pokemon thing's pretty good. I would want to steal that. I'd probably go with something like Star Wars based though, because like even though it's dangerous, like I would love to be a Jedi. Not all of us. Oh, it's probably pretty chill. Yeah, like Upper City Coruscant and be kind of you know just wandering around. That's true. That'd be funny. Mm -hmm. Star Wars universe, I guess. Hmm. All right. Solid. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every person we have spoken to have said it's the most important question. What's your favorite color? Oh, he's a god. I know my good. color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know your favorite color? Well, Whoa. no, because it changes. Oh. I, I technically have. What's your favorite yeah. color right now? Like, like hot pink. Ooh, yeah. Ooh that's go. a nice pink, yeah. Hot pink. Uh, mine's red. Solid. Nice Has been red. since day one. Yeah. Mine is mine is purple, unabashedly. Yes. Yeah, mine purple. Is, mine is well. If if black is not, you know, black's technically my favorite color. That's a color. Purple yeah, tell black's a color. Choose the branding. Yeah, purple's my favorite bright color. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. East. Um. So as Corey said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh yeah. Vote. Vote, yeah. please vote. 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 Wear your mask and vote. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. play shows again. Yes, please wear. Yes, mask. please vote. And once you've done those things, then go listen to Arrows in Action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw yeah. Uh, September 29th. Yeah. Um, support the musicians that you like, so that everyone's still here later. And support venues, please yeah. too. That's another thing. Go to SaveOurStages.com. That's another thing too. Yeah, mm-hmm. very important. All right, well, uh, thank you for sitting down with us, guys. This has been Arrows in Action, and we're the Good Noise Podcast.